Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another fun and exciting full-length episode of the CamCast and their official CamCast here. I'm not going to be doing a movie review, not going to be talking about any TV shows, not going to be talking about Star Wars. Today the topic is going to be Baseball Center because we're, you know, just in the beginning of baseball season. And, you know, just to be quite frank, I enjoy watching baseball right now way more than I enjoy watching the NBA. I think I've talked about it a few times here on the pod. But the NBA this season, and honestly the last few seasons, has been kind of tough to watch. Particularly this season with a lot of the technical fouls that have been given to the players and just the lack of defense. It's just not as fun to watch anymore. All these guys do is go down and shoot threes because of Steph Curry. And it's I don't find as much enjoyment in watching you know, my Lakers play, especially with all the injuries we've had this year, and watching the NBA in general like I have in years past and you know most of my life. So... I've been watching a lot of baseball. I've been paying a lot of attention to my team, the Angels, as many of you know, if you're following the podcast. And also, if, you, if, you, if you're if new to the podcast and you haven't listened to anything yet, welcome. Okay, I talk about a lot of stuff here. Talk about sports, talk about baseball, basketball, football every once in a while. Talk about movies. I got a lot of Marvel talks. Do a lot of reviews on each of the episodes in the MCU that are premiere on Disney+. And every once in a while, I do, do a little bit of uh, you know other things, just random things, random movie reviews, like... I did one on Crazy Stupid Love, the rom-com from 2011, I think two weeks ago now. But, you know, if you want to get engaged in the community right here on YouTube or on my any any of the uh, the ways you can listen for podcasting, you know, on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, and of course my Anchor homepage, a lot of what, what I'm going to be doing is going to be centered around my Instagram, that's at cam.cast, that's K-A-M dot K-A-S-T, that's cam.cast. Uh, go on there. I actually have I ranked all eleven of the live action Star Wars movies on an IGTV. It's also available on YouTube. It's available on Spotify everywhere you guys want to go. But uh, yeah, go ahead and check that out if you're brand new. But if you're if you're you know a recurring camcaster or I guess listener of the pod, that sounded really lame. A camcaster. It's all right. We're doing it. Uh, it's a one man show here. We're gonna go ahead and talk as as often and as much as we want. You know, welcome back. And uh, that was kind of the intro. So. You already know by clicking the card or by you know clicking the podcast what this episode is going to be centered around. Is Shohei Otani the most talented player in baseball today? It's an interesting question. Okay, before any of you guys say, "Ah, oh, this guy is a homer," you know, okay, yeah, I am a homer. I definitely am. Um, but at the same time, I'm also aware of of trends. I'm aware of of stats. I'm aware of you know, I I'm very much big on the eye test. Like if a guy wows me with the stats, I'm like, oh, that's cool. But I gotta watch it, you know. That's like why I'm not a huge Westbrook fan. Yeah, I said it for all of you that love Westbrook out there. You know who you are. Yeah, he gets all these stats, but he doesn't equate to wins. He doesn't pass the eye test. His usage rate is way too high. He has the ball in his hands more than any player. I think that 2016 MVP that he had was it 2016 or 17? One of those seasons. I, I listened to it on the Bill Simmons podcast uh, this morning. Actually, it was the highest usage rating of any player ever, and they barely, you know, made it into the playoffs and were out the first round. So stats don't tell you everything, okay? They really don't. And uh, I've probably triggered some of my friends right now, so I apologize. But also at the same time, I don't. And I still love you guys, but I I just... Westbrook is just not... He's not that guy. So besides that, we're going to get into the real meat of it here. Shohei Otani, to me, he passes the eye test. It's only his fourth season in the big leagues. you got to remember, he's 26 years old. But there's something amazing about watching Shohei Otani play. The kid's like six foot four. He's 220 pounds of solid muscle. You know, big frame, wide shoulders. He's, you know, hit, he he swings lefty. He throws righty. 
it's honestly amazing being able to watch him every single game. I'm very privileged as an Angel fan, not because of our record, and we're injured again this season to start. I'm not, but I'm not gonna. That's a podcast for a different time. I'm very fortunate because I've been able to watch Mike Trout the last, you know, eight nine years, and literally he's one of those stop what you're doing players. If you see him that he's about to go up to the batter's box and he's about to get an at bat in. You literally stop what you're doing. You watch the at-bat because literally anything can happen and something wild can happen. He can turn a single into a double, turn a double into a triple, steal a base, get a home run, you know, make an amazing play in the outfield. Mike Trout's one of those guys. We happen to have another one of those guys on this team, and that's Shohei Otani. And ever since he's come here, I am excited about every single at-bat, every single time he takes the mound. I just get excited. I was actually at the game, his first, you know, the game where he hit his first career home run back in, what, 2018? I was there with a bunch of my friends. It happened to be Red Sox, and uh, I think it was Red Sox. Was it Red Sox? Or was it, I don't know, maybe it wasn't Red Sox, because we actually won that game. I don't think it was Red Sox. But, uh, yeah, he was, we, we, we watched him hit his first home run, and it was amazing. It was a towering shot to right center, and, like, the whole place erupted. You know, that was when the stadiums were a lot more full because there were no COVID restrictions and all that. So that was a good time. But to get back on the subject, Shohei is one of those stop-what-you're-doing players. What he's doing this season garners even more respect and more accolades than he's gotten in his previous three seasons. I understand in, you know, in 2019 he had Tommy John, so he was only batting. So think about that. He got Tommy John surgery. He wasn't throwing, but he still bat an entire season which is honestly really phenomenal. And in that season, he had 18 home runs, 62 RBIs. He had 286 in his second season at age 24. It's, you know, it's not bad coming from the Japanese game to the MLB. It's not. It's really not that bad. It's pretty respectful in 106 games. And the season before that, he won the Rookie of the Year in 104 games. I mean, he's there's just no one that I've seen like this guy before, okay? He's absolutely phenomenal to watch. And if you haven't watched him, you don't know what – you don't – you don't understand what you're missing. I know it's really tough to watch Angels games, and um, you might not have it in your available market, but you need to watch highlights on Shohei Otani. I know that they're they're starting to get more of his highlights on ESPN, and they're starting to showcase him a little bit more. But I'm wondering what took so long, okay? Right now, ESPN and MLB, they're, they're good at marketing the guys who have a little bit more of a robust personality. Guys like Juan Soto, guys like Fernando Tatis Jr., guys like Ronald Acuna Jr. All those guys are in their early 20s, and you know Shohei's 26. I think those guys are like 22, 22, and 23. They're all young, but Shohei's pretty young too. And you know, I just I'm wondering why he hasn't gotten the respect that I feel he's kind of he kind of deserves. And I think this year he's starting to quiet a lot of the the haters, silence a lot of the skeptics, and he's really putting up some really gaudy numbers this you know early in the season. Right now, I believe where we sit right now, he has... Actually, I don't believe. I'm, I'm looking at the stats. He has nine home runs, 22 ribbies. He's hitting 264. He leads the American League in home runs. Okay, His slugging percentage is 623, which is outstanding. His OPS, for those of you that don't know, it's your on-base percentage, plus your slugging. He's uh, That's at 938 for reference. Mike Trout leads the league right now and, he, and with, I think I believe it's like a 1300, somewhere around there, OPS, which is just... It's unbelievable. That's just what Mike Trout is, though. It's... He's just, he's just, he's amazing. And then pitching-wise, Otani's pitching has actually been quite amazing this season. He's hit 100 miles per hour many times. Not many, you know, starting pitchers nowadays are hitting 100 miles per hour multiple times in one start. Uh, he has a 1-0 record. He's actually pitching tonight, The I believe today is the 5th, 
and this is going to be his fourth start of the season. So we'll see how he does tonight. But as we sit right now, you know, before his uh, his fourth start, he's got one win and three starts, 3.29 ERA. He's got 23 strikeouts. The problem with him is, and I'll admit it, he walks a lot of guys. His first inning, he usually he struggles with his command um, because he's always pitching out of the stretch. He never does a traditional windup like the last starting pitchers do. He always starts from the stretch, so it's always a quick throw down to the to, to the uh, to the catcher. Um, but his pitch that's really been his knockout, you know, strikeout pitch has been his splitter. And I've watched that splitter. That thing tails off at the very end, and it is darn near darn near unhittable. There was a game, I believe, last week where he had nine strikeouts and he hit a home run. And he was batting second. Okay, These are things that we've never seen before in our lifetimes. The last person, okay, this is, this is, this is a known stat, the last person in Major League Baseball that was a starting pitcher that led the league in home runs at the same time that they were a starting pitcher was Babe Ruth. And in my opinion, a lot of Babe Ruth stats don't really count. A lot of purists out there might not like that. But for me, Babe Ruth played in a time where black people couldn't play in baseball, Hispanic people couldn't play in baseball, you know, Asians couldn't play in baseball. And that's a lot of what baseball is today. Is It's more of a well-rounded game. You get talent from all over the world. So Babe Ruth was kind of a product of his, envir- a product of his environment. And I don't know if you guys have seen how those pitchers used to pitch back in those days. They were serving up like 75-mile-per-hour gift balls. So this big oaf of a guy, Babe Ruth, was able to clobber these things out into you know, basically to uh, Central Park when he was at the Yankees. And it's just, I can't compare the two. So Shohei Otani is virtually doing something that we've never seen before. He's batting second. He's throwing 100 miles per hour. He's got an amazing uh, exit velocity when he's swinging the ball. And he steals bases. One of the most underrated parts of his game is his speed. Let's just go back to the stats now, okay? In this early season, right, we're about a, a month and, about a month out, right? About a month out. He's got six stolen bases. He has two triples and seven doubles. I mean, Shohei just runs. And I've been able to see a couple times where, you know, he hits a little bloop into right or left field. And he turns that single into a double. He's got some amazing speed. He's got these long legs and that, you know, those those long strides. And he's able to get out there, like, really quick. Where when you watch Mike, when you watch Mike Trout run, he runs kind of like he's a running back in the NFL, right? Really short, really quick feet. But Shohei is a lot different. His legs are a lot longer, so he's taking these long, aggressive strides, and he is fast. He really That's one part of his game that I don't think a lot of people really notice if you don't watch him play. He's quick. Like, it's it's honestly really impressive. So, I don't know. I'm not sure if I'm, I'm making a good enough point for why I believe he's the most talented. Not, I'm not saying Shohei Otani is the best player in baseball. Okay, that'd be blasphemous. That's Mike Trout. But I think overall, Shohei Otani is the most talented, most well-rounded player in baseball. There are a couple stats I was able to find to kind of solidify that point. Okay, I'm going to get a little nerdy on you guys right now, so I, I'm warning you. Okay, just just hear me out. Okay, currently, Shohei Otani is the fourth highest in baseball in sprint speed at 29.1 feet per second. He is well above the 80. He, his average exit velocity of his of the ball of his batted balls is at 91.4 miles per hour. That's above the league average of 88.4. Okay, His max exit velocity of a batted ball is 119 miles per hour. There is only one person in Major League Baseball that hits the ball harder than Shohei Otani, and it's Giancarlo Stanton, that buff dude that just, just he's he's way inside, and he it's, it's, it's Giancarlo Stanton. That's the only guy that hits harder than Shohei Otani. Of everyone in baseball, okay, 
that's honest. That's phenomenal. And that guy, and you've seen, you guys have seen John Carlos Stanton hit the ball. That fucker launches that shit. He did it last night against the Astros. God, I hate the Astros. Sorry, I got to get that in there because we all know that I can't stand them. I really can't stand them. Uh, anyways, his, and then his barrel rate, which is you know batted ball, being able to make contact at all, is at twenty four percent, which is the best in baseball. Okay, that's him as a batter. Now let's get some of these interesting stats about him as a pitcher. His strikeout rate. 37.1% strikeout rate. That's eighth highest among all starting pitchers. Average fastball velocity at 97 miles per hour. That's the ninth highest among starting pitchers. The max fastball velocity, like the the fastest he's thrown a pitch this season, is 101.1 is 101.1 miles per hour, which is the third fastest pitch by any starting pitcher this season. And finally, his swing and miss rate. A lot of that being via the splitter is at a 16.3%, which is ninth highest among all starting pitchers in baseball. That's in some really key you know, areas of just performance and speed. Shohei Otani is top 10 in both batting and pitching. That is phenomenal. Things that we've never, ever seen before. I mean, yeah, we've, we've known that some pitchers have the ability to rake, like Madison Bumgarner's a really good hitter. Zach Grinke's a really good hitter. But Shohei Otani in the American League is batting second and pitching at an amazing rate. Like this is this is phenomenal. I mean, if he keeps this up, he's gonna win probably about nine to eleven games, strike out roughly 150 batters, have an ERA between 3.5 and 4.5. I'm being realistic, okay? Have a whip maybe at about 1.3, but he'll slug like 35 home runs, have about 90 RBI, about 20 stolen bases, you know, nine triples. 25 doubles. That's ridiculous. We have never we will never see anybody I, I can't foresee anybody being able to do that ever, okay? That's ne- there's a reason why people like like people to okay. There is a reason why people are not batting and pitching at the same time trying to do both of them in major league baseball. It's hard. It's very taxing on the body and the reason why Babe Ruth was able to do it back in the 20s is like I said because it didn't take, um, my opinion is, and I mean, I'm not, it's not like I was back there in the 20s and I was watching baseball firsthand, but you got these guys that aren't in really good shape. These pitchers are throwing them gift pitches all the time. Their pitching wasn't an art like it is now. They didn't maximize spin rates. They didn't, you know, the windups weren't as good as they are now. Things are a lot different now. Because of analytics, baseball is harder than it's ever been before. And because of that, I don't really count anything that those guys did back then. You might disagree with me, but that's just how I look at it. I think that the modern game to me, which is the last 40-ish years, I think, I, I think since you know the 70s, that's when baseball really became more modernized. Especially the last you know, 10, 15 years with, with a lot more money. Ever since Moneyball, basically, in the 2002 Oakland A's, things are completely different. It's much harder to play baseball now than it's ever been before. And you have a guy from Japan. Okay, 26-year-old kid from Japan who's coming in and he's succeeding at a very high rate as both a hitter and a pitcher. It's unprecedented and it's amazing. And I don't feel like he's getting the respect that he deserves. I mean, maybe that maybe that's unfair too. He has to do it for a full season. We haven't really been able to see him do it for a full season. Last year was only a 50-game season. And I believe last year, I think he only played in, yeah, 27 games. He played in about half the games last season. He was injured a little bit. Um, so I understand. I get the gripes. I get it. But you guys need to watch this guy play. Actually, no, he played 44 games last season. My, my apologies. 
You guys need to watch this guy play. I promise you, he will be he is one of the most fun players I've ever watched. He's probably number honestly, he's probably number two. Number one, of course, being Mike Trout. And I've been lucky enough to watch both of them play together for the last four years. You know, that's the one thing that us Angel fans do have. We have Mike Trout and Shohei Otani. We have zero pitching. But we do have Mike Trout and Shohei Otani, and it's great. I'm wondering if the reason why a lot of people don't, I guess, respect Otani's game is simply because, well, not simply, but I wonder if there's a language barrier that kind of, you know, is in the way of, of him achieving more publicity from, you know, the media and, and ESPN and all those different uh, sports uh, networks. Because, you know, guys like, you know, Fernando Tatis and, you know, uh, Vladimir Guerrero Jr., all these guys. They're a little bit more well marketed than Shohei is, and I'm I'm I don't want to play that card because I I mean I don't know the answer. I'm not gonna sit here and just say that you know it's probably because of this reason because I don't know. Uh, plus, like I said, I'm I'm pretty biased. I mean, you guys should know that by now. Me being an Angels fan, but in my opinion, I mean, he really is the greatest, the most not the greatest, the most talented player in Major League Baseball right now. I don't know if you. Obviously, I don't put a lot of stock into when MLB does their top 100 players thing every single year. I mean, it's pretty laughable. And then in this year, there was no Shohei Otani in the top 100. Okay, there wasn't. Here's some guys that I think that he's better than that are in the top 30. I'm just going to go 30, okay? Uh, just purely position players. I'm not going to talk about pitchers, okay? Uh, he's. I'd rather have him than Trey Turner. I'd rather have him than DJ LeMahieu. I'd rather have him than... Why is Will Smith number 24? The... The catcher for the Dodgers. Why is he? Okay. <laughs> That's a joke, right? That can't. I guess it's real. Yeah, I'd rather have him than Will Smith. Uh, definitely rather have him than cheating Alex Bregman, who's definitely got the most punchable face in all of Major League Baseball. You can quote me on that. Uh, I'd rather have him over George Springer, for sure. Another cheater. But now he's in Toronto. He's north of the border. Let's see how they handle cheaters up there. Uh, I'd rather have him than... Uh, Jose Ramirez for sure He's number 11 I'd rather have him than JT Real Muto The catcher for the Phillies Rather have him definitely right now than Francisco Lindor Who's sitting like a buck 60 for the New York Mets After getting a 10 year $340 million contract Yes I remember all these numbers It's just how I work But you get the point Shohei's underrated And I'm not sure why he's not getting the respect that he deserves But just as long as he can stay healthy And play Three quarters of his games this season. He's got a potential to win the MVP this season because he's so talented. He affects the game more than anybody else right now. Okay, When he's batting second and he's pitching, he is responsible for probably 60 to 75% of the team's success that night. So he's literally literally the game is on his shoulders. And I and I think that he's 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 built for that. I think he loves it. And I'm excited to see what he does moving forward. Um but yeah, you guys, I think he's the most talented player in baseball. What do you think, though? I want to know what you guys think. I want to get the conversations going here on YouTube or on, on the podcast or on the Instagram, which is at cam.cast, by the way, K-A-M.K-A-S-T. Who do you think is the most talented player in Major League Baseball today? I'm not talking about two years ago. I'm talking about right now. Who's the most talented player in Major League Baseball? I want to know. I want to know your thoughts below. And as always, you guys, please... Make sure that you're liking, sharing, and subscribing the podcast. Liking, subscribing. Let me try that again. 
liking, sharing, and subscribing on the YouTube, making sure that you guys are sharing to all your friends and family that like baseball, that like movies. Uh, make sure you take out the CamCast merch store. That's going to be in my link tree in my Instagram. That's, again, at cam.cast, K-A-M dot K-A-S-T. If you like what you listen here, go ahead and check some more of my videos, more of my podcast episodes. I got a lot of good stuff here, guys. And as always, thank you for listening to CamCast, and peace and love, guys. Bye.